From COK Studios in Chad Abumrod's art studio, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. On today's show, we'll consider the huge rush by Americans to purchase firearms on Black Friday. We'll also consider Terry Gross's in-depth interview with Charlie Rose in our Considerations series. And we'll consider that I'm still full from Thanksgiving dinner. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from 24-Hour Energy, the energy drink for hardworking people who never want to sleep, ever. Check 24HourEnergy.com for a list of side effects, including violent mood swings, tremors, kidney discomfort, and heart explosion. And Manger Danger, America's number one manger repair and restoration company. Don't let your manger become a danger this holiday season. Call Manger Danger for a free estimate. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. Over the Thanksgiving weekend, shoppers were hunting for Black Friday deals as usual. What was more unusual is that it included a record number of firearms. The FBI says it fielded 203,086 background checks for gun purchases the day after Thanksgiving, the highest daily total ever, reported USA Today. But the number of firearms actually sold on Friday was probably higher than that because a buyer would require just one check but could purchase multiple firearms in a single transaction. This eclipses last year's record of 185,713 background checks. Friday's surge in background check requests came two days after Attorney General Jeff Sessions directed the FBI and the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives to do a comprehensive review of the National Instant Criminal Background Check System. Gun ownership is a very sensitive subject that is clearly on the minds of Americans, whether they be pro-gun control or pro-gun. Here to discuss why this country is so gun-obsessed are gun control advocate Ray Prentice and Alan Howitzer, a spokesman for the National Rifle Association. Thank you both for joining us. Sure thing. Hello. Mr. Prentice, why are we seeing so many Americans going out to buy guns? It's a symptom of our nation's weird, twisted love affair with firearms. People live in fear, and they are told that the way to be less fearful is to buy a gun to protect themselves and their family. That's why you see these high background check numbers on Black Friday. Can I just jump in here and refute that? Guns do protect people, and they do save lives. They're also awesome, and they make you feel like a badass. Statistics overwhelmingly show that more guns, no matter who owns them, create more gun violence. The sheer volume of guns in America is what makes us the leader of gun deaths by far. Exactly. We just doubled down on gun violence this week with all these people going out to buy guns. It's just creating more problems. I think you mean solutions. Guns solve problems. One good guy with a gun can save people from a crazy guy with a gun. That theory is so flawed. And just because you say you're a good guy with a gun doesn't make you one. We can't just assume that everyone who owns a gun is a good guy. Yes, we can. We know that all the people who bought guns this weekend are good guys. How? They passed their background checks, silly. Fine, but... Only federally licensed firearm dealers require background checks. Consumers can get around that rule by making a legal purchase from unlicensed gun sellers. I get that. But if the government is coming for our guns, we need to get more and hide them so they can't take our Second Amendment right to protect ourselves away. 
It, nobody is saying that the government is taking guns away. The Department of Justice is just looking again at how they review background checks in the wake of the tragic shootings in Las Vegas and Texas. Exactly. We have to make some changes because we are on course for more deadly shootings. What do you say to that, Mr. Howitzer? Gun. What? Gun. Huh? Gun. Are you just saying gun? Gun. I think it's all they can say at this point. It's all we have to say. That was gun control advocate Ray Prentice and Alan Howitzer, a spokesman for the National Rifle Association. For COK News, I'm Cordell Notbrock. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to our Consideration series with NPR's own Terry Gross. In this installment, Terry sits down with former CBS This Morning host Charlie Rose, who was recently fired after multiple accusations of sexual misconduct from female employees of his popular PBS interview show. Here is that interview. This is Considerations. I'm Terry Gross. Today I'm joined by former CBS This Morning co-host and former host of the PBS interview show Charlie Rose, Charlie Rose. Charlie, thank you for joining me today on Considerations. Thank you, Terry. I'm pleased that someone was willing to talk with me. It's been a rough time. I'm sure it has. If you're just joining us, my guest is the noted interviewer and pervert, Charlie Rose. In addition to hosting his own popular show for 26 years, he is also a serial sexual harasser that contrived to be nude in front of at least eight women with whom he worked, as well as making lewd phone calls to them. Charlie, what were you thinking? I mean, getting naked and walking around in front of those women, who told you that was a good move? I know. It's awful. I feel... If you're just joining us here on Considerations, I am speaking to Charlie Rose, the degenerate TV anchor who has been accused of sexually harassing his employees. He is also the recipient of the Walter Cronkite Award for Excellence in Journalism from the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism and Mass Communications, which has since been rescinded because he turned out to be a major league sicko who debased women in a professional setting with his disgusting behavior. How did it feel to win that award? It was a tremendous honor. How did it feel to lose it and disgrace the name of Walter Cronkite because you are a deviant? It was very embarrassing. I just want to say that. If you're just tuning in, I am talking to journalist and dirty old man, Charlie Rose, who has justifiably had his stellar career irreparably tarnished by a very unpleasant sexual harassment scandal. In addition to co-anchoring CBS This Morning, he is also persona non grata with people who used to respect him. Excuse me. I was told I would get to defend myself. Oh, and no. Can... No, no, no. You're not really here to talk. You're here to hear from a woman on behalf of other women that your type of harassment won't be tolerated anymore. You and the other members of this perverted boys club aren't getting a pass for this behavior. So instead of saying anything, it's time for you to start listening. Like you used to do on your show that got taken away from you. If you're just now joining us, I am speaking to a man who I used to admire, but who now makes my skin crawl, Charlie Rose. Charlie, final thought? I always felt that I was pursuing shared feelings, even though I now realize I was mistaken. Do you think? This has been Considerations. My guest has been Charlie Rose, who sickens me. Thank you for listening. 
I'm Terry Gross. Now it's time for this week's Big Little Wins, because we need to celebrate all the wins we can. Kudos to Bart Corbin in San Francisco, who accidentally got a bonus order of fries in his bag from McDonald's drive-thru. We're happy for you since you were so hungry, and even though someone else didn't get their fries, it doesn't make your fast food surprise any less of a Big Little Win. Our other Big Little Win comes from Betty Jo Allen in Key West, Florida, who remembered the names of all of her grandchildren when they came to visit for Thanksgiving. There's 14 of them, and you're 91 years old, so congratulations, Betty Jo. We know you almost forgot the name of the little one, but in your defense, Zayden isn't really a name, is it? If you or someone you know has a big little win, let us know by sharing it with us on Facebook or Twitter. Ta! That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit considerourknowledge.com for more news and stories. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us for breaking news on Twitter at ConsiderOurKnow. If you want to download the podcast, you can do it at iTunes or at Stitcher.com, and make sure to leave us a review. If you'd like to donate to Consider Our Knowledge, go to our homepage and click the Support COK button where you can make a secure $5 or $10 monthly donation via Patreon. The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Jeremiah Knight, Natalie Thorpe, Marianne Wetzel, Hobart Willis, and Spencer Cannon. Special thank you today to Libby Mitchell. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Thank you for both joining. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you both for joining us. I'm sorry. Violent mood swing. <laughs> Heart explosion. <laughs>